1: habo
2: we sholo yus we yus sosom yus
1: و بخوضون و بخوتای سیر و شاواییم کای کای سوس سوس سین کای کای سینخوا کایم کایل خوا سوس سوس سینخوا خاصان کالو اویدا یی شما رایتای
2: اویدا شما بیوره یی etaq qer qaa aabo yaqab w bishalay bereyus aabo yaqab bishalay bereyus sa saym besim kha khasam be karlo gilori no litzo bkhad
1: baw aabo yaqab w shol Той си душой, и кои
2: celebration saluting 25 years If I go back my memory, haha, <laughs> I'm gonna admit, I had to catch up years later, because 25 years ago, the word video was a of by me, I couldn't see the video of Hask, but later on I catched up, and you know, I gotta tell you, you know, I remember MBD, when he came on stage for the first time, he was singing with all his heart. I'll tell you, you remember which song he was singing? He was singing, Oi oi, one day, one day, one day, one day. One day, one day, one day. And then, remember the old man dancing? Who was that guy? What's his name? The old man, he used to dance on the sk- Oh. Whatchamacallit? him call it Kalbach, and he came on stage. You think, Everybody wants Schleimer Kalbach, diet. My dear sisters and brothers, diet give the And then I remember. It was like yesterday when Fried come like a man. A Schwarze when Fried came on stage. His black was the hit. He sang, I died in the I died in the It was a different style. It was more chazanas. You remember when health got started? Oh, he took some notes and could cut metal. The high C, the head voice. For me, I loved his classic when he when he did the falsetto. Ooh, we, we. Ooh. And he was catching. And the choir answered, "Wambo way." For me, it was unbelievable. And then Hask involved everybody. They even gave the Svarish a touch. They brought Joamăr, and Joamăr did. I- But as the years went by, people switched. The nearest band is so small, they can't take vokas on us. They switched to the rock stars like A.B. Rottenberg, you know? When a B Rodman came on stage the first time he sang his song "A Yo A face with a hit hit single today Mysia, Masia 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 oh yo 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 oh yo 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 oh yo 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 No one needs an explanation Saluting 25 years Singing, dancing, joyful to the sky History tonight with all the famous people here around you I don't remember everything But I'm so glad I found you I have so many memories from all these years, and I'm so glad I'm here celebrating a time, Of see twenty-five. All jokes aside, you know it doesn't change style, it stays the same. And I say this for years, a tradition of me, the Shaba song. I'll give you one I'm singing every week with my kids. Oh, yo, oh, yo. that's <laughs> not a Hasidic <laughs> song. <speaking> that's not a Shabbos song. I started the Shabbat song, he with his mother in court schlepped me for right mark up. I couldn't. You know, so if you're standing here, I want to ask you something. You remember the best moments of, of, of uh, Hask when Burak Chait was shaking away on that song? You know, he came, he was shaking away. Hey, deine zum <speaking in foreign language> hey, boy, play the handle left on top. Hey, boy, play the
3: handle left on top. No, never. Hey, boy, play the handle left What happened? That wasn't Baruch. Jake.
2: Oh, my mistake. and who was
3: it? That was that Hasidish guy. The Hasidish
2: guy? You're joking. The one who just shaved off his beard?
4: No, no, no. We, uh... Then who was it?
3: Wait a minute. Just give me a second. Oh, yeah, I know.
4: It was the guy with the funny glasses. Oh, the
2: funny glasses. No, he ain't Hasidish <laughs> no more. He's just a posh <laughs> You know, I'll tell you, today they have all new singers coming out. I just heard before the Maccabees. You think they're new? I know the Maccabees since I'm two years old. Nocha Macca, nocha beat. I was Macca beaten up every single day. And then you have that other song. Oh, by the way, hey, move a second. You got a front seat, VIP, and you're sitting next to your wife. You're so lucky, has didn't decide to make their show this year in Bet How does that song, what's that song? The paparazzi song. The, the, not the paparazzi the Amnon pizza how does it go? paparazzi Amnon pizza poparab Mitramni how does it go? oh the high part let me hear Yalai Yalili how does this who made that song? who made that Yalili song? oh I know who no it was it, it wasn't no it was a group it was the brothers they sing together with their father yes he made that song Yalili he made it what's his name? Abish Abish Brot I know Anyway, you know, so it's complicated. Let me just do one Leaper classic for them. By the way, if you like this, you can't get this. Only in the kosher Gucci stores in Williamsburg. (laughs) But this is one Leaper classic I'm giving you. I have trouble with my words. They don't seem to come out clear. And I'm sure you all don't wonder why. I got little education since I grew up in. Where did I grow up? I can't remember. I better get back to school. Catch you later.
1: Sorry.
0: The AM. It's a Wednesday on this 12th of February and the 12th of Adar 1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel, and that is Shlaimi Dax with uh, Utsueza. Al Altira is the official name of that selection. Uh, we did it off of Voices for Israel. Lipa had that 25 year medley from A Time for Music 25. Nigund is off of Chabad with Moshe Lau for Volume 2. Shlaimi Tysig with Sassam the Simcha, and Regesh, of course. Modani opening things up. As we uh, start a Wednesday broadcast, J.M. in the A.M. with 16 degrees, the wind chill at 7. I actually heard numbers driving in that were lower, that we were still in the single digits this morning. But hey, we'll go with the 16. It's very cold out there and very difficult to, uh, I'll tell you. It's starting to get to a lot of people this weather, and tonight the weather's going to get to us Directly at us with an amazing snowstorm, supposedly. One that starts at snow at around midnight, continues throughout the entire night. Changes to rain in this area and then eventually gets back to snow. They're talking about numbers anywhere from 6 to 10 inches. It's going to be a big storm, 16 degrees, partly cloudy and a high of 28. The snow starts tonight, low going down to 23. Then rain and snow and wind for tomorrow with a high temperature 36 degrees. We are at 16 with a wind chill at 7. On a Wednesday here at JM and the AM, 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. Plenty more coming up on this Wednesday edition of JM and the AM, including, uh, Rabbi David Felsenthal, who's going to join us from the OU. There are brand new rules, regulations, and guidelines for birthright, which we are told are going to be helping a lot of people out there. We'll explain all that coming up next hour, plus our Yeshiva League sports update. Coming up next hour, usually that's Tuesday. We are presenting it today with the absolute latest and most up-to-date uh, information regarding basketball and hockey in the Yeshiva League. That comes up at 7.20 this morning. Keep it here, of course, right here at JM in the AM.
1: Shalom. Uh-huh. So love. reward has given us this holy space Jerusalem to you I turn I trace my steps back to you now again Jerusalem is
5: calling Jerusalem is calling Here in the call
6: I'm going to go
0: That's Tikva, of course. Big hit from Benny Friedman here on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, before that, as we get ready for the snow, uh, we heard Avram Rosenblum's Jerusalem is calling. That's how the snow season started for me, with that blizzard in Jerusalem. Avramo with Loa Avo. You heard the Maccabees and Kishalev Boche, Leif Tahar, had Imash Gachech, and Altira, done by Shlemy Dax, to open up that set. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored... WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmdm.org. Galetzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up, of course. And then plenty more here on a Wednesday, including our Yeshiva League sports update. Get ready for all the latest in basketball and hockey information. 7.20 this morning. Instead of yesterday on its usual slot of Tuesday, we're doing it today to include as much as possible From the sports scene, Elliot Weiselberg will have that. Don't forget, a week from Monday starts Fundraising Marathon 2014. We want this to be the most successful one ever, and we need your help to do so. Make sure to uh, answer the, uh, or to send back, rather, your pre marathon brochure that you've gotten in the mail with as generous a contribution as possible. You can log on right now to jamnam.org and follow the link at the top of the news section. And contribute right now to JM and the AM. You don't even have to wait until the 24th of February. You can actually pledge and support our show right this second. How do you like that? And all the fun begins on the 24th of February for two weeks. Get ready, everybody. It's an amazing get-together for two weeks each and every year in the Jewish world. We call it the JM and the AM fundraising marathon. Snow is on the way. They're talking about, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 inches, who knows? It all starts late tonight in this area. Khaled Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday is next. Bokeh Toe from
3: JMDF. <laughs> בישראל דוחים את של ראש ממשלת טורקיה, ארדואן, מאתמול להסיר הסגר על עזה, תמועת הסדרת היחסים הדיפלומטיים עם ישראל. כתבתנו איליל שחר.
7: מדיניים בירושלים אומרים שישראל לא תיתן לטורקיה מסמך ובו המצור מעזה, כחלק מהליך בין המדינות. לדברי אותם גורמים, העניין לא נמצא
3: נשיא הפרלמנט האירופי מרטין שולץ מתנגד לחרם על ישראל, אומר, בתום פגישה עמו אסר לעניינים אסטרטגיים יובל שטייניץ. אני חושב שלנשיא הפרלמנט האירופי יש עמדה ברורה שלא רק שוללת חרם כלפי ישראל, אלא תומכת בהידוק שיתוף הפעולה הכלכלי, התרבותי, האקדמי והמדיני בין ישראל ואירופה. יש לנו ידידים באירופה, חשוב להסביר להם, חשוב לטפח אותם. וחשוב לעבוד איתם ביחד כנגד כל ניסיונות ההכפשה והדלגיטימציה האחיות בהדסה מהאימות לנטוש היום את המחלקות אם לא יקבלו את המסכות במלואן
7: השאלה הבא שלנו זה אורדה של האחיות מחלקה לרחבה כאן ואנחנו ננטוש את החולים ללא טיפול אם אנחנו לא נקבל 100% מהשכר עוד היום
3: כתובת נעצה נגד שופטת רוססו על בניין בית המשפט בכפר סבא, כתבתנו עדה שטייף.
7: מי שהגיע הבוקר לבית משפט השלום בכפר סבא הבחין בכתובת נעצה שרוססה על הקיר. נגד שופטת בית המשפט נו הבכור ולשונה נו הבכור היא זהרי. מדבר באיום מכוון כלפי השופטת ובמשטרה פתחו בחקירה. בינתיים תוצב גם שמרה על השופטת בכור.
3: הוועדה המקומית לתכנון ולבנייה בירושלים ישרה הקמת ישיבה בת תשע קומות בשכונת שייך ג'רח שבמזרח הבירה. כתבנו יותר טמברגר. הישיבה הגדולה בת תשע הקומות תיבנה על שטח המיועד למוסד תרבותי או חברתי עבור האוכלוסייה המקומית ולמרוב מוחד של האוכלוסייה בשכונה הפלסטינית. בפעם הקודמת שהקמת הישיבה הייתה על הפרק יוסרה מסדר היום מגלל ביקורו של שר החוץ האמריקני ג'ון קרי. בפעם השנייה היום שוד банק במירказ כתב לנו שaron pulver
5: חשוד נחנץ לפני זמן
7: קצר לסניף банק חדור בגיבותים שרדד בממצות פתך שידיש לכספארי צחום לodayדואו וنימלט מוקדמת יותר יום נחנץ חשוד אחר לסניף банק דיסקונט בגיבותים ושרדד כמה אלפי שקלים ב שטרים ומצאים כמה צריקות אחר שני חשודים ומשתמנים כי אן קשור بينם מקרים
3: התחזית לסיום אחרי thatemperatureות יורדות 100
8: You can ride the stars
7: or sail the seven seas. You can cure the heart, or raise a family, but no matter what, where or who you are,
5: you have the power, the power to be. You can teach a child. i alive.
0: One beautiful selection, Jakob Schwecki and Kamu Baneha. Brand new off of Coload here at JM in the AM. Uh, Jakob Schwecki is uh, getting ready for March 10th. That's the next time he's in the New York area. Uh, that event is, uh, going to star Yaakov Shwecki, Baruch Levine, and Simcha Liner, who's about to release a brand new CD. It's happening Monday night, March 10th at Brooklyn College. Uh, phone number is 718-677-1010, 718-677-1010, Yaakov Shwecki, Baruch Levine, Simcha Leiner. Uh, Brooklyn College um, in Brooklyn, New York. Wednesday morning broadcast. Before that, David Ross with Power to Be. Our news from Israel at the top of the hour. Five minutes away from our Yeshiva League sports update. Always fun every Tuesday. This week it's Thursday, but usually on Tuesday we get the chance to have some fun with our Yeshiva League sports update. So that's coming up just uh, five minutes from now right here at JM in the AM. Well, Purim is right around the corner, and I guess the fact that Purim Kut on this Friday. Helps us uh, remember that. The ZOA of Brooklyn, who's done an amazing, amazing job every single year with their annual Mishloch Manos campaign for Israeli soldiers, is introducing it again the 24th year in a row. Ruben Margolis, the president of the ZOA Brooklyn region and the moving force behind this effort, is uh, at it again. Last year they distributed 6,000 Mishlach Manos to Israeli soldiers, and um, you're invited to participate. One of the things they do as part of this campaign, is have youngsters write letters to the Israeli soldiers to donate money to help at the Mishloch Monos or to write letters for the campaign. And this is a great activity for uh, school children and schools in general to use as a project. Go to org for all the information. Also, I want to take this opportunity to wish a great day. Hatzlachar Haraba to everybody involved in Pink Day. Eighty-four, according to my source, David Bodner. According to David Bodner, eighty-four schools are participating in the Sharsheret Pink Day today on February the twelfth. Everyone's reminded to wear pink. Cake Wars is uh, sponsored by the Yeshiva University Student Council and by Fairway Market. They're expecting over four hundred students. Forty teams will be decorating cakes. This is happening uh, tonight in First Hall up at Yeshiva University. And um, judges will include Shifra Klein from Joy of Kosher magazine, a cake decorator from 16 Handles, a representative from Fairway Market, a Sharshera team representative, Elon Kornblum from The Great Kosher Restaurant magazine, and Buddy Valestros, the right-hand man from the hit TLC show Cake Boss. Oh, I see. Buddy Valestros is right-hand man from uh, from Cake Boss. That's Mauro Castano. So Mauro's going to be up at YU tonight also uh, to judge Cake Wars. So there's a um, an amazing effort going on, a whole bunch of people involved. We want to wish good luck to everybody that in whatever way, shape, or form is participating in Pink Day, Cake Wars, and all the events and different activities that have been planned, all the different campaigns that have been worked on over the last few weeks on behalf of Shar Sherritt. JM in the AM at 18 minutes after 7 o'clock. And this comes from Ari Boyanju. <laughs>
1: The <tries>
8: fact that the fact that the fact Ana, oh no, ana oh Hashem, ki ani, ani abdecha, ki ani, ani avecha,
1: kha na be khasse be mice monu le phang kha kin doni ke a shi
8: ana phak lo se be
0: The A.M. That's uh, Ari Boyanju, Anahashem. Hashem. Uh, time for our Yeshiva League sports update. Usually Tuesdays at 7:20. We're doing it today. Elliot Weiselberg has all the scores and all the information. Listen very carefully. Our Yeshiva League sports update, up to the minute news, right
9: here at JM in the A.M. Thank you, Naham Last night marked the end of the regular season and the beginning of the playoffs in our hockey and basketball leagues, and we're going to take a look at the playoff setup for all of them. Good morning and welcome to the Wednesday Morning Jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg, and here's what's happening around the Yeshiva League. Tuesday night featured the last of the varsity hockey games with significant impact. In the East, DRS, on two goals by senior forward Avi Jenikowski outlasted Hafter to win the Varsity East Conference. As a result, DRS will earn home court throughout the playoffs. Just as they've enjoyed for every year since 2010. In the West, Ellie Schwartz netted two as Kushner blanked Frisch for nothing to lock up the third bye slot in the West. As a result of the two finishes, here is how the playoffs look for varsity hockey. In the East, DRS and Hafter earn byes. Number three Flatbush will host number six Hank, and number four Ramble will host number five North Shore. In the West, TABC, Frisch, and Kushner earn slots one through three, and each earn byes. Number four Ramaz will host number five MTA. Last night also marked the start of the varsity basketball playoffs with number six Mag and David meeting up with Brooklyn rival number three Flatbush. The underdogs seemed primed for an upset as the Warriors led by 11 with only a few minutes to go, but the Falcons soared back into the game on the shooting of Joey Dayan, Nathan Haddad, and Joey Dweck to pull even and force overtime. In the extra session, the Falcons used the momentum to help fend off Mag and David and win their first round matchup by three. The Falcons will now move on to face the West number two seed Heschel. The rest of the varsity playoffs look like this. In the East, North Shore and Hafter finish 1 and 2 and get buys. Number 4, YDE, and Number 5, DRS will face off to see who will play the West Number 1 seed Ramaz, who, along with the aforementioned West Number 2 seed Heschel, enjoyed first round byes. West seeds Number 3 through 5 will be determined tonight when TABC and Frisch meet in the final game of the regular season. If TABC wins, they will be the 3 seed and will face Number 6, Kushner, while Number 4, SAR will host Number 5, Frisch. If Frisch wins, SAR will host Kushner in the 3-6 game, while TABC and Frisch will flip a coin to see who will host a first-round game between the two in the 4-5 slot. In JV Hockey, the final regular season games will take place tonight, when Rambam battles North Shore and DRS takes on Hafter after last week's snow-up. Should DRS and Rambam have similar results, we will go to a coin flip to determine the East champion. Otherwise, the team that earns more points tonight will earn the crown. The champion will take on number 4 Kushner, while the number 2 seed will host number 3 from the West, SAR. The remaining playoff matchups look like this. West number 1 TABC will host East No. 4 Flatpush, while West No. 2 Frisch hosts East No. 3 Hafter. Finally, in JV basketball, Heschel and JEC will score up tonight in their first-round matchup in the Western bracket. The winner will face up against New Jersey division winner Frisch. In the other Western bracket, SAR will face the winner of TABC and Ramaz. To see the complete JV basketball bracket, please go to the NSN Court Report fan page on Facebook. For playoff schedule and information, please go to the league website at myhsal.com. For more in-depth coverage of Yeshiva League sports, tune in to the Court Report on the Nacham Segal Network every Sunday night at 7 p.m. And if you miss it, you can catch this week's Encore presentation, like every week, tonight at 7 p.m. on the stream, nachamsigal.com. And that was your Wednesday morning JM in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
0: J.M. in the A.M. That's uh, the Willig family out of Israel with that brand new Levovo CD, and that is called Finu here at J.M. in the A.M. Rabbi David Goldwasser said his words. Zechinishma, of Zebner, Belsavalevi. Here is Rabbi David
10: Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. Our tradition tells us that parents, especially a mother, are powerful role models. They influence even the youngest of children. Various precedents are established. Throughout our holy teachings, Rashi states that Pua is Miriam, because she would whisper to the small infants to pacify their crying. Our Chachamim explain that even a day-old infant is capable of absorbing the purity and spirituality that is murmured into his ears. The Talmud Shami explains that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai praised the success of his student. Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananya. He said, Happy is the one who bore him. Rabbi Doisa ben Horkin testified that Rabbi Yeshua's mother took him in the cradle to the yeshiva. She wanted that he should constantly hear Divrei Torah. His wisdom and greatness were legendary, and it was he who intervened with the Roman government on behalf of the Jewish people. Hagon Rav Shach observes, that it is the mother who inculcates the child with yirashamayim fear of heaven, and the love of Torah. In a similar vein, in commenting on the posuk and shirashirim, go forth and gaze, daughters distinguished by loyalty to Hashem, upon the king adorned with the crown his mother made for him on the day of his wedding, on the day his heart was gladdened. The Maharsha notes, that the upbringing and the instruction of the children is essentially entrusted to the mother. That's why the pasuk refers to Shlomo's crown as the one his mother made for him. In expounding on the myths of teaching Torah to children, the chasam Sofer calls attention to the grammar of the pasuk. The Torah states in Devarim, Vishinantum levonecho, you, stated in the plural, shall teach them to your children, and you shall speak of them when you sit in your home. All of this is in the singular form. This teaches us the all-important lesson that there are many ways of teaching children, but the most beneficial is at home, when the parent speaks to the child face-to-face and sets a personal example. The Chazanish composed a special prayer to be said on half of the children. I would like to quote it. May it be your will, Hashem, my God and God of my forefathers, that you have mercy upon my child. Turn his heart to love and fear your name and to work diligently at your holy Torah. Remove before him any causes that might hinder him from diligent devotion to your Holy Torah. Provide him with all the causes that bring him to your Torah. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
0: J.M. in the A.M. Ashray or ah, ah, ah as they say. That's the Yeshiva boys here on a Wednesday morning. Before that, you heard the uh, you heard the um, Lipa Schmelzer selection entitled "Kaf Al Kaf." Eighteen minutes before eight o'clock in the morning, it's J.M. in the A.M. Reminder on the twenty fourth of February, a week from Monday, our J.M. in the A.M. 2014 fundraising marathon begins to keep this radio show and radio station going. Uh, those of you out there who uh, who like to be the early bird, who like to take advantage of the pre marathon incentive, who like to be Zrizim Makdemon, and hopefully there's so many of you in that category in our audience. You can go right now to jamnam.org. At the top of the news section, you'll see all the information regarding. Our fundraising marathon, Give Now, Give Generously, and I thank you. Those of you who have received the pre-marathon mailing by mail by United States Postal Service, uh, please get, get that back to us as soon as possible with as generous a donation as possible to keep us going here at JM&AM. And, of course, your help with all of that is greatly appreciated. There's a winter storm warning that's been uh, issued for a whole bunch of counties in this area all the way until the nine o'clock hour tomorrow morning. Uh, lots of snow is expected. That's the word out there. Plenty of snow, plenty of, uh, plenty of rain, plenty of everything combined in the New York, New Jersey area for a total of, I don't know, somewhere between six to 12 inches is what they're saying. It's all going to start tonight around midnight. Right now, it's four degrees in Rockland County. A special shout-out to Rockland County, where they are enjoying four degrees. I thought it was bad here, with temperatures like 16 and 8. But could you imagine four degrees? And I'm told up in Guilford, New York, Yosef uh, Siegel reported to me, overnight was minus six degrees. Real temperature six degrees, not wind chill and all that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, If there's any change in the uh, Legendary Destinations event tomorrow night at the Jewish Museum, we will let you know. Tomorrow night, the open house is between 5 and 8 p.m. for Legendary Destinations, Jewish Museum, 92nd and 5th in New York City. Right now, it is on. Any changes, obviously, we'll have that for you tomorrow morning. And we'll let you know. Obviously, the weather is going to play a role in uh, many different events, no doubt. So if it affects that one specifically, we'll let you know. Hey, check out our community calendar online. The uh, This Shabbos at Congregation uh, O'Hav Emet, Cantor Shimmy Miller and the Mizamrim Choir are going to be uh, inspiring everybody. Congregation O'Hav Emet at Rar- Raritan Avenue in Highland Park, New Jersey, is set for a beautiful Shabbos with um, Cantor Shimmy Miller and the Mizamrim Choir. That happens Shabbos. And then if you go to our... Uh, a community calendar, you will notice that on Saturday night, they're actually doing a first annual concert. Kindation OFM at beginning at 815 this coming Saturday night. will feature uh, Shimmy Miller and the Mizamrim Choir down in Highland Park, New Jersey. Information about all of this, you can call 732-247-3038, 732-247-247. 3038. And again, if you go to this weekend's events in our community calendar at jmnam.org, you will see all the information regarding Ohav Emeth down in Highland Park, New Jersey. Everybody, Dave Felsenthal, is going to be joining us. There are new rules and regulations that are very beneficial to a lot of people in our audience regarding birthright. We'll talk to you about that coming up. Also, keep in mind the Yeshiva University book sale, the Sfarm sale, goes on now until the 23rd of February. I mentioned it specifically today because there's going to be a lot of people... Up on the campus uh, this evening as Cake Wars is going on as part of Pink Day for Charrette. Cake Wars is happening up at the YU campus tonight, and, um, and that's happening at First Hall. The Sfarm Sale—you got to check the schedule to make sure you can go to the SfarmSale.com. Uh, but the farm Sale is also up at YU. I believe they are open tonight, but again, that's information you can get on the web at farmsale.com, and that goes until the twenty-third of february in new york city um and one other thing i wanted to mention the uh, a few weeks back actually i guess it was more like days ago not a few weeks back the um uh, ohel children's home and family services had derek saker in our studio and we were talking about some of the different things that were going on in the community he introduced a lot of programs to the community through our, our radio program that i'm sure many did not know about one of them is the mother's support group for mothers of children With special needs. And I remind you that that meets tonight, 8 p.m., on Forest Hill Road in Staten Island. That's 965 Forest Hill Road in Staten Island. For information, you can dial 718 686 3492. Again, that's a mother's support group, mothers of children with special needs, 718 686 3492. And also, they have a program the second and fourth Wednesday of every month in Cedarhurst on family caregiving support. If you want to join a family caregiver support group, if you're caring for an elderly loved one, uh, this happens in Cedarhurst on Spruce Street starting at 1 p.m. and again starting at 7 p.m., the second and fourth Wednesday of every month in the Gourmet Glot Shopping Center. Information, you want to speak with Harriet at area code 718-686-3120. Again, that's 718-686-3120. More coming up. This is JM in the AM, and here's Yedel.
1: No, you did me. Mean-
4: through the window, a rock with a note on it. Here, let me see what it says. It says, Dear Mr. Shapiro, unless you deposit $10,000 in small bills in a paper bag, Under the old hollow tree in a vacant lot on the corner at midnight tomorrow, we will kidnap your wife. (laughs) Sincerely yours, your
5: kidnappers.
4: (laughs) Boys, some tough cookies. I better write them a note back immediately. Let me see. pencil. Dear kidnapper, <laughs> your rock of this date received.
5: <laughs>
4: I am writing to tell you I do not have ten thousand dollars. But please keep in touch.
5: <laughs>
4: Your proposition interests me.
0: I never noticed till now, after all these years, that, uh, that pencil writing uh, sound effect that they uh, brilliantly inserted into that track. Very nice. From our comedy segments for the month of Adara's Purim Khatan, believe it or not, is two days away. Could you imagine? That's how fast the calendars go. It would be Purim this week if not for the second of Adar. How do you like that? Uh, there it is for you, Ajay. I mean, before that yeetle with Elon off of the CD entitled Leva Chad, Rabbi David Felsenthal is in our studio. He is the director of the OU Next Gen. And the rules have changed when it comes to Birthright Israel. And I believe its rules, uh, or the new rules, are uh, very beneficial to a lot of people in our audience. He's here to discuss that, and I'm sure many other things. Rabbi David Felsenthal, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank
11: you. Welcome. It's great to be here in your new uh, luxurious uh, accommodations.
0: <laughs> uh, Rabbi Felsenthal is alluding to the fact that we're up in our marathon studio already as we're getting ready for our big fundraiser starting on the, Feb- on the 24th of February. It's a little bit different, but thank you for adjusting accordingly. I appreciate it. <laughs> the place is unbelievable. All right, so what, what is OU Next Gen? And why haven't I heard of it until today?
3: <laughs>
11: uh, a couple years ago, we realized that we had a lot of wonderful programs, all dealing with after high school, after NCSY, public school clubs, all that, until marriage, and doing different things, but things that could benefit each other, and if we rode in the same direction, could have tremendous synergy. So we created a new division within the OU called Next Gen. So it includes, uh, JLIC, right. our ca- campus program, college campus program. It Which includes, is extremely successful. Thank God. And we're, we've got four new, uh, campuses are lined up for this next year. For September? That could be some exciting news. Is <laughs>
0: there, uh, are there names yet or we don't release them yet?
11: Um, we're working on, <laughs> um, Binghamton. Wow. Montreal, you know, citywide Montreal. Right. Um, I think the other two I'm not supposed to name yet. Okay. No problem. So that's <laughs> JLIC. Yes, but we do have the funding in place. Right. What else is in NextGen? Um, we also have birthrights, which we'll right. talk about soon. Uh, we had 2,500 participants this past year, uh, 24 buses this past winter, and, uh, we already have 32 allocated for the summer and looking to expand on that. So that's been growing and growing. Um, our alumni program, um, It just continues to take off uh, phenomenally. We had over 4,300 12th graders this past year uh, that we were connecting to their programs on campus. It's a new record for us. And uh, Heart to Heart, we house Heart to Heart, which is a grassroots student program run by Hart Levine. Um, Most people don't know that's actually housed in the OU, and uh, it's a phenomenal program. They are averaging during the semester about 100 uninvolved Jewish students eating Friday night dinners in you jewish students uh dorm rooms and apartments every every week
0: wow so if we are trying to encourage everybody to get into the world of outreach or get into the habit of doing outreach it, it's it's becoming a success yes there's so much outreach needed now we have to go way beyond the professionals we need everyone to participate in it 100 say the least um so birthright in general and we've pointed this out many times just to make it clear. Birthright, in general, is its own major organization. Yes. The OU's involvement with Birthright
11: is? So we're one of 16 uh, North American organizers. Um, Birthright Foundation raises the money. Right. Birthright uh, organization, Taglit, based in Israel, um, oversees and makes sure that the programs are of the right quality and are constantly our partners in producing those programs. And the organizers do the recruiting. Um, we arrange for all the logistics and we make sure that we implement a uh, top quality program. You know, Next Gen, I'm sorry for interrupting, would be a great, um, a great place for there to be follow up after Birthright. Is there, is there such a thing
0: as follow up after Birthright? Yeah, I
11: mean, that is what our alumni department's all about. Our alumni of our Birthright programs are also part of that alumni department. That's already
0: a separate,
11: concentrated effort. And we do phenomenal follow up. I mean, we have a program called, uh, Bring Israel Home, which is in partnership with Ace Connections. And we actually have contests for all the birthright groups. Where after the trip is over, they continue to not sleep and participate in doing all sorts of great Jewish activities and getting points for them in a contest for four weeks, um, where they're all participating. We get 100% participation from many of the groups, um, and they're they're spending Friday night with their family, their t- their their, uh, and they their get grandparents, points, yeah. right? They're learning they're learning uh, Torah, they're doing all sorts of wonderful activities,
0: and they get they points. Get, they
11: get points, and <laughs> the winning group brings their Israeli soldiers that joined them on the bus in Israel. Israel, to america for a weekend shabbaton reunion so uh it's 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 just phenomenal uh, whose go.
0: idea was this tell me whose idea this was
11: rabbi dave Markowitz.
0: that's who it was that's his idea <laughs> phenomenal absolutely phenomenal it's america's one and only jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored wfmu east orange wmfu mount hope around the world and the web uh, Rockland County at 91.9 FM, around the world on the web at org. That would be good for my ways points. I'd like to exchange those for getting Israeli soldiers to. Uh, I still haven't figured out what you get for those ways points. But anyway, at least I'm glad to hear that the birthright points actually get you a nice prize at the end of the whole process.
11: <laughs> Another great program we have for follow up and partnership. We're yeah. all about partnership. It's alumni connections, the alumni department. So we don't create our own programs, we just find amazing programs and partner. So, uh, Partners in Torah, we have an amazing oh, partnership right. with them as well. They follow up
0: with Birthright participants? Oh, yeah.
11: we are recruiting hundreds of Birthright students who say they want to continue their experience by, by learning something. And then through Partners in Torah, we're connecting them to, uh, to partners. And, uh, we have our own partnersintorah.org slash, um, IFS for Israel Free Spirit, um, where people can sign up to be mentors and learn with those uh, learn with those students, and uh, it's uh, it's a tremendous program. Partners in Tour is a tremendous partner. It's very exciting. Unbelievable.
0: All right, here's the big announcement. The big announcement is that uh, with all the great work that you and Birthright Israel have done to send youngsters to Israel, uh, the big announcement uh, starts with the rules have changed, and the way it's been described to me, the rules are now even more beneficial especially for
11: people who are listening to this radio program explain the
0: change that birthright
11: made so it's a change in eligibility requirements until now if you had been on a peer trip to israel with your youth group with your synagogue with your day school you were not eligible to go on birthright
0: even if you like if you were 12 you made this trip in seventh grade you were not eligible later on to go on birthright
11: originally yes <clears throat> They've adjusted the rules a little here and there along the way, but this was the big adjustment. The big adjustment is, is now you're 18, <clears throat> you already went to Israel on a peer trip, on a youth group trip, on a synagogue trip, a community trip, a day school trip, and now you'd like to go to Israel again. Well, Birthright believes that your trip that you went when you were younger is wonderful. But you probably need another injection of love of Israel uh, now that you're older. It's a different experience a when different, you're a little kid. Exactly, exactly. So um, you're now eligible to go on a birthright trip um, to apply, and you're eligible to go, you know, if accepted, right. et cetera.
0: Uh, you have to be 18, 18. and you have to, and, and, it, and it's irrelevant. If you is this correct? Totally, that it's irrelevant. You've been to Israel before,
11: unless you've spent more than three months there. If okay. you spent more than three so months. So if you went there, with
0: your family at the age of ten for a week, you are fine. eligible
11: at the age of eighteen. Right. You've always been eligible for that. Ah um, but because if you went they
0: used to knock you out because you went on a peer trip before right. if you a went formal with, program. Exactly. But ah. if you went on
11: Machakba or if you went right. on Achva or you went on any of the amazing NCSY summer programs right. like T J J for our public school kids and or you are not or any eighteen of them. yet. And you weren't 18, 99.9% right, of, right. of the time. So now you're now you're eligible. So we're we're working like crazy to have reunion buses. Um, we're having TJJ reunion buses, where which is our public school trip to Israel for high school kids for NCSY. So now every single one of those buses, we're trying to have a reunion bus where they go back again as a bus um on birthright um now we don't know what percentage of these newly eligible students are going to be allowed to go on birthright it won't be a hundred percent well how do they decide i would i would th- you know how you're going to be deluged or maybe you are already yes the, phone I mean, is off the
0: a- hook. anybody who's now 18 years old almost irrelevant how they got to israel before and you know on what type of program it was is now eligible for a trip to israel under birthright
11: so again we don't know what percentage. Um, birthright is going to allow us to take of these students. Our office is not going to let us replace the entire birthright with these students instead. So there's going to be some percentage. And based on how large an organizer you are, that will determine how many of these students you can take. Now, the OU is the fourth largest of the 16 organizers. And uh, between us and Chabad, you know, we are about half the size of all of the, you know, we're, Right. right? So we're the fourth largest. So we're we're allowed a very large allocation. Um, so and the only the OU's priority is to service our constituency. So our top priority is to service our alumni of our of our peer to peer trips. So we're actually extremely excited about taking as many of these students as possible. Now on the other side, other organizers, if they're small Then they won't even they won't even be able to take any of these students because they have to worry about their original. uh, So you have to be very careful when you're applying to organizers if you want to take advantage of these new eligibility rules. Apply to a large organizer. Um, Large organizers are Hillel, Chabad, Israel Outdoors, and the OU. Those are the four four largest. And also apply to one that has your interests in mind, which is
0: only the OU. Right. So, well, if we're, if we're speaking to who we think we're speaking to, right? Exactly. All right. Um, so how do people do this? Well, before we even ask about how people do this, uh, you, you realize that, that a very large percentage of anybody who's been on one of the NCSY summer programs are now going to want to return to Israel under this program. W- what percentage of them could you possibly accept? I mean, I, I can't imagine that you have space for anything more than a small
11: percentage of that group. Would I be right? So, so you would be right, except that, again, it's our, it's our priority to take our own kids. Right. So as many as Birthright allows us to take, we will take. Right.
0: So if you have two thousand applicants who are part of NCSY summer programs, obviously not all two thousand are heading to Israel under Birthright.
11: Right. So so we'll have to uh, we'll have to prioritize. I right. um, uh, Probably what we'll do is we'll see which groups have the biggest uh, percentage that right. are are trying to go, in so we can have as uh, an effective reunion as possible. Right. These buses obviously have to be run different than your typical Birthright bus because they've already seen and, and experienced the things that Birthright right. experiences. You may
0: want to do it like the Super Bowl or the lottery. You know. You know. Yeah. I, I'd like to to be there that day in the OU office when the big lottery takes place and we see who's eligible or who actually is being accepted to go. All right, what do people do? A kid, a parent, uh, youngsters, adults, they hear this, they're over 18, they want to take advantage of all these new rules and uh, fall under this brand new eligibility.
11: What do they do right now? So they go to IsraelFreeSpirit.com and they sign up on the early update list. So that they'll be getting emails and texts and and phone calls uh, reminding them and letting them know all about when registration is. They want to register on February nineteenth. They don't want to wait till the twentieth. Um because, you know, by the twentieth they're probably gonna be so they're probably gonna be all filled.
0: Is the nineteenth the day?
11: Nineteenth is the day. That's
0: when it opens up?
11: Yeah. When next Wednesday. Wow. A week from the day. So uh yeah, you want to register on the nineteenth. Um, you want to uh, you want to get that registration complete with a security deposit, etc. So we can accept you on the twentieth. Um, we will interview you, and obviously we won't accept students uh, until they complete the application process. They're eligible, and Birthright gives us the go ahead.
0: When should they hit submit after midnight on the uh, on Wednesday morning, late <laughs> Tuesday night? I mean, how would you? What, what's the strategy here? Does it go by Eastern time or other time zones?
11: Although it's official. Usually open at 9 a.m. Eastern on the 12th. Um, the 12th. On the 19th, 19th. Sorry, the right? 19th. Um, I would wait till 10. You would wait till 10, a.m. Um There's usually a couple of glitches in the mad rush in the beginning. There normally, without this, uh, it's going to be uh, you know, birthright. Uh, birthright's IT department is definitely in for a nice challenge.
0: I can only imagine. My gosh. Um, I hope uh, you've been preparing them for it.
11: Oh, our now our IT department at the OU, led by Gary Magder, has hey. been doing a phenomenal job in preparing our systems to handle the onslaught. And uh, we're very excited about being able to interview and to accept students as quickly as possible.
0: So the suggested time to hit submit is 10 a.m. on the 19th of February, 10 a.m. Eastern time on the 19th of February. Uh, Young adults aged 18 to 26 who have been on a peer trip to Israel before age 18 can now apply to return to Israel this summer with one of the largest organizers of Taglit birthright trips and, of course, Is the OU. The award winning Israel Free Spirit is part of the Orthodox Union, so it's Shomer, Shabbat, and strictly kosher, with staff drawn from the ranks of NCSY advisors, JLIC campus educators, and experienced school extracurricular directors, school youth directors, and camp counselors. It's 10 days. It's an incredible experience. Anybody who's ever. I just spoke to somebody who was on Birthright. I was in a doctor's office the other day, and one of the nurses is telling me that she just returned from a Birthright trip and going crazy about Jerusalem. It's uh, it's just an, an amazing experience. That's why I asked you about follow-up, because I was curious about um, uh, what happens when people come back. The trip is a gift from the Taglit Birthright of Israel. Um, information, uh, they go to israelfreespirit.com slash OU, and that is where they can apply. That's where they can hit submit on the 19th of February. That's where they can be, uh, hopefully, on their way to Israel, israelfreespirit.com. Slash OU Rabbi Dave Felsenthal is here. He's the director of uh, the OU Next Gen and he's encouraging everybody to uh, get ready to head back to Israel. With Birthright, they're still doing the specialty trips. You mentioned the reunions, but there are other specialty trips that continue to come from the OU. There was one about cooking, right? Wasn't there a, a culinary experience that there, people there, went with? There
11: was, and there was a biking trip. Right. We, we, we have all sorts of cool specialties this, this, this summer that and nobody else shouldn't has. And people not
0: think they're shut out of those yet, right? No,
11: no, and, and these are exciting. We have, right. we have one. Um, being led by former NFL Super Bowl uh, ring chan- uh, winner uh, uh, Alan Vinograd. What is that? Is this summer a sports a sports trip? Whoa! Um, he's actually on the bus for ten days as leading the leading the trip. Whoa! A phenomenal opportunity. There's one. Being I'm led- sure
0: he's doing a lot of research on Israeli sports right now. <laughs> i knowing Alan, he's doing that.
11: <laughs> There's one being led by um, former six-time U.S. Congressman Peter Deutsch. uh, uh Called from, Knesset, from Congress to Knesset. Um, for political science students, there's um, another one uh, being led by a uh, current Broadway performer of In, In Annie, um, and she's uh, leading a arts and entertainment uh, uh, trip. And uh, we have another one where not on the books officially yet, but it should be soon uh, Kabbalah. Uh, trip being uh, led by Rabbi David Aaron.
0: Holy cow, is that great? Yeah.
11: <laughs> so, Kabbalist to the stars. <laughs> He'll be spending a lot of time
0: up north. <laughs> <laughs> um,
11: we, we also have partnered with other organizations. We use this as an opportunity to partner with the Young Israel, National Council of Young Israel, to run an Akhva reunion trip. Nice. A, north, a New Jersey, New York March of the Living uh, reunion trip um so uh there's a lot of opportunity out there we've reached out to all the day schools we'd love to run reunion trips for for some of the day schools in the area and all throughout the country and uh you know, and uh, it's uh, very exciting. Now, you do have to have graduated high school as well as be eighteen. You have right. to have graduated high school.
0: Eighteen years old. You need a high school degree, and then you're on your way to Israel.
11: Right. So, if you that. haven't gone to Israel in seminary yeshiva yet, right? Right. Um, or somehow you went before you were eighteen. Right. <laughs> um, this summer, take advantage of your opportunity to go to Israel for free before yeshiva and seminary. <laughs> uh, is this slowing down at all? You know, when birthright
0: was first announced, a lot of us wondered how long it could last, and you know, funding for this obviously is extended. One can only imagine what type of operation it is and how much money is needed to run the
11: whole thing. Is, this,
0: is it at its peak now? Like, is it, It's not slowing down at all? It,
11: it, it's un, the funding is unbelievable. The, the way it resonates with donors, birthright, I mean, they probably wouldn't want me to say this, but right. they have more money now than they've ever had. Thank God. I mean, Sheldon Ailson loves, loves Birthright. Thank God. I'll tell you, he's the right ambassador for this. I mean, we love Michael Steinhardt, we love Charles Bronfman, and we love all the other donors, Lynn, Lynn uh, Schusterman, but... Uh,
0: all of them have come through for Birthright. Oh, yeah. It's amazing.
11: I'll tell federations, you. federations, the Israeli government... Look
0: how they have bridged the gap between Israel and the diaspora, and have really given an opportunity for American Jews to uh, to experience Israel, and... You can attest to the fact, you know, American Jewish youth, especially those who have not always been in Orthodox circles for God knows how many decades already. You, unlike what many people in this audience think, what percentage of our youth in this country have never been to Israel? It's, it's ve- what is it, 90, 95, or even higher?
11: Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. As a matter of fact, birth rates only reaching maximum 10% of the eligible youth right now. Um, there are 90% of the, uh, of those Jewish students on campus are not
0: even applying for birthright. They don't
11: think they're Jewish enough. Um, they, uh, it, it's, it's unbelievable how much work there is to reach out to. And one of our advantages in reaching out to those audiences is our partner with the Wolfson Network, the Wolfson College Network, who reach out to those students on campus, and the Maura, the Maimonides, the right. Jams, the H Connections. Um, and JLIC. And JLIC right. as well. We've we've had a JLIC bus every single round, and uh, we're hoping to have some major JLIC national buses with these new eligibility rules.
0: Unbelievable. All right. The OU is uh, anxious for everybody to log on and get the information. It's israelfreespirit.com slash OU Uh, you want to apply the 19th of February and not wait till the 20th as Rabbi Dave Felsenthal has has, uh, suggested do not wait make sure the 19th of February you apply if you're now between the ages of 18 and 26 if you've graduated high school and even if you've been on a peer trip to Israel before the age of 18 you are now eligible to head to Israel and the OU is making sure to put together a trip that's right up your alley. It's uh, Israelfreespirit.com slash OU. Rabbi Dave Felsenthal, anything else you want to add on this? Uh,
11: just for the, I know for our audience we also have uh, we talk a lot about the unaffiliated, but we also right. have specialty trips for single gender, for male and for female.
0: Are you serious? Uh, sure. They have male only trips.
11: Male only trips and female only trips. Why did have, that start? It's been going on for a long time. Very it's it's nice. not a very it's not been a very large part.
0: But you're trying to appeal to everybody.
11: Yeah, and we also have uh, a modern orthodox trips we have uh trips for more traditional students who aren't modern orthodox and ncsy alumni obviously and uh you have every
0: category imaginable a <laughs> lot a lot a
11: lot of niche trips <laughs>
0: unbelievable you try to cover yachat
11: and jacks and I, we, I just we got a ton of, of opportunities and options unbelievable
0: uh information israelfreespirit.com slash ou or by david felsenthal director of ou next gen you want to give out a phone number if anyone wants to speak to you directly
11: in the office? Sure, call two one two six one three eight one seven six. That will be Scott Schulman, who is our recruitment guru. He, you, you just want to call him just to hear his voice on the phone. He is um, the love that he has coming across the phone for for. All his fellow Jews is just unbelievable. People in the office actually come and <laughs> stand next to him and listen to him speak. He is so good.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So everyone should take advantage of give him a call. Thank you so much for joining us
11: this morning. Thank you, Nachum.
0: Kudos to the OU and everybody at Birthright. Israelfreespirit.com slash OU. 16 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is JM in the AM.
1: For the rainy days and sunshine Thank you for the journey that we're journeying For all the lessons we are learning Thank you for the good times and the better times So to you I raise this cup of mine
5: Say, I'm a, la la la
0: in the a.m. 25 minutes after 8 o'clock. Yaakov Shwecki, brand new with 8 Recode off of Colo. You heard 8th Day, brand new with Hula. Or I should say with Thank You off of the Hula CD here at JM in the a.m. 25 minutes after 8 o'clock. Plenty of snow on the way so they say getting ready for the big storm. By the way, Rabbi Dave Felsenthal mentioned to me uh, off the air that the OU uh, actually does a couples trip to Israel as well. As long as both of the participants are under 26, they actually have a couples trip, a married couples trip. Because Someone had suggested that married uh, couples under the age of 26 be invited to head to Israel. And sure enough, they have it. So if you're in that category as well, you can contact the OU and the birthright and uh, get ready for uh, an amazing trip to the Holy Land. It's incredible what they're doing. Speaking of incredible, want to give kudos to everybody up at the... Uh, Yeshiva University campus, who are going to be uh, at Cake Wars tonight, presented by the YU Sharsheret Club. Uh, 84 schools in all are participating in Sharsheret Pink Day around the world, according to our source, uh, David Bodner. Uh, Pink Day is today, and Cake Wars is not only sponsored by the YU Student Council, but also by Fairway Market. They're expecting over 400 students, over 40 teams decorating cakes. Judges include Shifra Klein from Joy of Kosher, a cake decorator from 16 Handles, a representative from Fairway Market, a Sharsheret representative, Elon Kornblum from the Great Kosher Restaurant magazine, uh, the Buddy Valestros right-hand man from Cake Boss, Mauro Castano, is expected there as well. The event is called for 8 p.m. They'll begin with uh, a speech from a breast cancer survivor and one from the Sharsheret Club representative, and then instructions will be given out to the 40 teams. That happens tonight. And it is, of course, also Sharsheret's annual Pink Day around the world. So kudos to all the schools. A special hello to everybody up at YU who's getting ready for Cake Wars. And, of course, uh, kudos to Sharsheret for all their incredible work. You can check out their website and to see what they have been doing and what they continue to do on behalf of uh, our community and people who are... In difficult situations in our community. Partly cloudy with a high temperature of 28 with plenty of snow on the way. It's JM and the AM on this Wednesday with a reminder that our big fundraising marathon 2014 begins on the 24th of February. Many of you have already received in the mail our pre-marathon brochure. Please get it back to us with very, very generous donations. Many of you do not like to wait until the marathon starts. You like to take advantage of the pre-marathon incentive, you like to uh, take advantage of the fact that we uh, allow you or i should say make it possible for you uh, to pledge before the 24th of february all you got to do is go online right now go to jamnam.org you'll notice you'll notice the top news story is about our fundraising marathon and you'll be able to go there right now and to uh, check out the uh, information regarding the show all the available uh, gifts that we give out for the different uh, pledge levels and of course you can make your donation Immediately, And I thank you very much for doing that. Uh, it is going to be a, a great two weeks, as the marathon always is. And uh, we anticipate your participation now or then. But if you want to do it now, great way to do it is by going to org. 29 minutes after 8 o'clock. Reminder, the Camp Marachau reunion concert is a week from Saturday night up in Purchase, New York. You can go to dot com. They are featuring an amazing lineup that includes A.B. Rottenberg and Edan and a whole bunch of incredible performers, those of you who have been at Marashah over the last 50 years at any point, I have seen the program. You will be touched. It will be a very touching experience, uh, musically and otherwise, uh, if you're going to be there that evening. So information, you can go to MarashahConcert.com or go to the Camp Marashah website as uh, we get closer and closer to their big 50th reunion event happening on the 22nd of February, just 10 days from now on that saturday night go to marsha for all the information shall so show us is next this is jm in the am Yeah, Leviavo. Great selection from Shalshelas off of their Connections CD. If you missed our conversation with Yitzchak Rosenthal, it was last Thursday. Check it out in the archive section of jnm dot org. Don't forget to follow us on social media: Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel on Facebook, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel on Facebook, and um, on Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net at Nahum Siegel Net. Well, the month the month of Adar one is um, is. Uh, an, an interesting month in the Siegel family, and uh, I am getting personal for a moment here. Many of you know that uh, the last time we had Adar 1, uh, my brother uh, Moshe Yonah Benaravzev Zev Halevi passed away. And then two Adar 1s ago, the Adar 1 before that, uh, my father passed away in the uh, tragic episode that uh, occurred here in Jersey City, New Jersey. And here we are back in the month of Adar 1. Uh, right between their two yard sites, the fourth of other one is my brother and the 28th of other one is my father. And uh, one of the things that the Rabbi Yigal Siegel, who many of you know, of course, um, my brother in Yerushalayim, uh, did in the aftermath of these uh, uh, losses for our family, was write a book. Write a book about a very difficult but very important week, and that is Shiva Week. And the book is, uh, is, has many dedications, including our uh, dear friend, Dr. Mark Singer, who dedicated the book to the memory of his father, Harold Singer, and, of course, uh, as well uh, to the memory of uh, Rabbi Zev Siegel and uh, Moshe Yonah Siegel, as dedicated by our mother uh, in their memory. And I want to take this opportunity... I was able to get a hold of uh, Rabbi Yigal Siegel, and I want to take. And I, and I also believe, if I'm not mistaken, based on our research, that the book is available now at the YU's Farm sale up in Washington Heights. So it's a good opportunity. A lot of people in this audience head up to that sale between now and the 23rd of February. It's a good opportunity to talk about it here on the air at JM and the AM. Rabbi Yigal Siegel, welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank you,
12: Nathan. Good morning.
0: That's one way of putting it a very difficult but very important week to say the least. When you set out on this, were you convinced that as many books and as many guides as there are to mourning and the year and maybe even shloshim and grief in general, but nobody had really concentrated specifically on that first week after a tragedy?
12: Well, it's not that the books that are available didn't concentrate on it. It's a a concept that I and and myself and Dr. Mark Singer came up with after we both had sat shiva Um, Mark for his father and 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 us for for our father and brother that uh, as much time as uh, as some people have before between the death of a loved one and the very actual burial and and then you know during shiva you're not allowed to do anything except sit at home you would think you have a lot of time to read all these uh, 350 page books about uh, um, mourning your loved one and you just uh, it ends up that you really don't have the time or the mental uh, ability to sit down and read a a long book, and uh, the idea was to to have a short guide, it's 96 pages, it's uh, 20 pages of it.
0: Did we lose him? May have lost uh, Rabbi Egal Siegel, we'll reconnect with him in a moment here at JM in the An. Book is called More Than a Tear, and uh, the, obviously that has a couple of different references, More Than a Tear, and uh, it is a guide specifically for Shiva, and as as you heard him uh, mention, it is uh, a synopsis. All right, I think we have our Siegel back. I was just saying to the audience as we were trying to reconnect with you that because of what you said, that you wanted to, you know, give a real guide, so to speak. So you have the synopsis of Shiva in book, and text form, but then you have like some really short guideline uh, areas of the book as well, right?
12: Right. The. Uh... It's basically a 20-page uh, guide to different uh, different laws and customs, which are very prevalent um, in the shiva experience. Uh, some of them might not apply to everybody uh, in terms of what their traditions are. But what we also found when we sat shiva the first time is that we really didn't have a tradition in terms of sitting shiva because, thank God, we were not. Uh, you and I, specifically, our family, were not uh, together with our parents when they sat shiva for for their respective parents, and we didn't really know what to do. Um, and there's a lot of different ways to go. And uh, the idea was to try and give as simple uh, an explanation, a simple guide as simple a guide as possible, so in a very short time you can become, become familiar with the basics.
0: Are there uh, – and there are a lot of customs, right? Some laws, some customs. there's I mean there's a, It's funny. I, I've done this twice, and, and even now I'm saying to myself, you know, there's a lot of stuff I don't remember. And this is after having been through the experience a couple of times. But there, there are some laws that people need to know. There are customs that people need to know. And often people don't differentiate between the two. I know you have a chapter where you literally try to do that, right, where you try to explain what's required and what is more of a custom uh, origination.
12: Yeah, we, we do touch on it. There's one chapter where we talk about uh, customs uh, and, and laws. Uh, the problem is that uh, because, uh, you know, one of the things that's kind of taboo in, in any yeshiva or any formal learning center, a Torah learning center that we have, is is the laws of, of mourning, of avelot. Of and, and it's something that all of a sudden you're thrust into it, especially when, when our father died. It was such a sudden thing that we were totally unprepared for it and 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 don't get me wrong i mean there're tremendous there are tremendous resources out there uh for people who do have the ability to sit and to read long right. longer books than the one i came up with uh there's no question that they're available and, and and thank god they're available in english and um and 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 have been around for a long time but what we found and and mark and i found this was that you sometimes just don't have the mental capacity to to really sit down and study something. So we wanted to give the basics in a, in a short enough form, and to give people a basic idea of what you have to do and what you know most people do and, and what's accepted. Uh, we, we try and deal with the Ashkenazi versus <laughs> Farid customs, and uh, we also have some uh, some basic psychology. Also, the whole grieving uh, the whole grieving uh, system. And that's
0: and that's for both and that's for both, both sides, right? The psychology of grieving, both for the griever and those who are trying to comfort that person.
12: Right. One of the things that people asked me to do was to write a book of what not to say at a shiva house.
5: Right.
12: And uh, basically, there's not enough paper in the world to write that down. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's something which, for some reason, psychologically, a lot of people feel that they just have to say something at a shiva house or at any type of situation. They, they, they just have to hear themselves speak. They, they have to say something profound, and a lot of times that profound statement comes out very, very badly. Right. Um, the, my favorite chapter in the book is called The Sound of Silence my apologies to those who I stole the, uh, <laughs> the title from uh, but uh, the idea is this, as how unbelievable our rabbis um, came up with this idea based on the story of Job of Eov where he sat quietly for seven days did not say a word after the loss of his family and his friends sat with him quietly did not say a word with, to him at all that's what it says there, and it's, it's, it's astounding to think about it. And what the rabbis take from that is that because they realized the friends were smart enough to realize that he did not want to hear anything from them during those seven days. Right. He wasn't ready to hear comfort for them. He wasn't ready to hear advice from them of how to deal with it. He was just too, too much in his grief to to be able to hear anything. And they were smart enough to realize that. And all they did was, they sat with him to show that they, you know, that he could be comforted.
0: We're there but for you. There for him. Right. Well, it's pretty amazing. So
12: it's, it's a very difficult process. And, you know, we went through two very different um, losses in terms of what happened to our father and, and the fact that our brother uh, passed away after a long illness. And still, you know, it, it, every single time you said Shiva, it, it's... Uh, it's something different happening. It's a different process. You have a different relationship with that person. People don't know what your relationship is unless you tell them what it was.
0: Right.
12: And that's why the rabbis say you're not allowed to speak at a shiva house until you hear the mourner speak to you.
0: Right. Wow. More than a tear, a shiva guide for mourners and consolers. Uh, we mentioned that it's up at the YU's farm sale. Obviously, it's available everywhere else. And there's a website, right? Which is the website? The Guide to Shiva, it's called?
12: Yeah,
0: guide to shiva.com. Guide to shiva.com. And, uh, you know, again, we understand the importance of uh, of someone getting this when they're in that immediate situation, but I guess rabbis, community leaders, obviously those who deal with this area of life, uh, which is, uh, you know, when someone passes away, that they, they should pay careful attention to this, and this is the type of thing they should have on hand, right?
12: Yeah, we've had rabbis who've ordered the several copies to have on hand. Uh, again, it's not a replacement for the, for the, for the more famous uh, books that are out there. It's, it's designed, again, as a, sh- as a short guide. People who do not have the ability, time-wise or otherwise, to be able to sit and read uh, a, long, a longer book, they have this uh, in a short guide. It's excellent for rabbis and excellent for educators as well. If God forbid that they have students who have to go through this process. It's it's proven to be, in the the year that it's been out, it's proven to be very helpful to a lot of people.
0: Big yeshikach to you, more than a tear, a shiva guide for mourners and consolers, Rabbi Yigal Siegel, with a big thank you, of course, to the the people who made the book possible, including our good friend Dr. Mark Singer, and um, uh, everybody out there, if it uh, applies to you, or certainly if you're in that arena of life, uh, pay careful attention uh, to it. More than a tear. Shiva guide for mourners and consolers. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and may the uh, memory of both our father and our brother be a blessing for all of Israel.
12: Amen. Thank you now.
0: Fourth of Adar 1 is, uh, as I mentioned last week, the yard of our brother and the 28th of Adar 1, the yard of my father from six years ago. And I just want to thank, um, um, the staff of the Flapush Jewish Journal. I don't know if it's this week I believe it is if not then I'm sure it'll be next week. Uh they are printing an article that I wrote about the um about the um preventative measures of esophageal cancer, symptoms of it, this is what my brother passed away from. Uh symptoms of it, uh, what people should know and how easy a screening relatively speaking, how easy a screening test uh can be done. It's called an endoscopy, something that uh, if you speak to your doctor if you have heartburn or or Barrett's or GERD or any of these things. You speak to your doctor, they might recommend it, especially if you're over the age of 40 or 50. Uh, so it's called an endosco. I want to thank the Flatbush Jewish Journal because they are printing uh, an article on that very topic in memory of my brother. So hopefully his passing will uh, lead to, uh, to others living and continuing to live life and enjoy life because of early intervention. This is JM in the AM. <laughs> J.M. and the A.M. Aspak Aspaclaria. S-I-N-I. So we get set to close out of Wednesday here at J.M. and the A.M. Lots of snow on the way. We will try our best. As the tradition goes, we will try our best to be here tomorrow morning at J.M. and the A.M. Larry Spivak just paid us a great compliment on our telephone line put me under a lot of pressure, says no matter what the weather is going to be tomorrow, we are sure that you'll be there and there'll be a jam and jam program for the community to enjoy. That does put pressure, but we are going to try our best as we do through every single snowstorm. That's a very good, uh, by the way, not not, not to, um, uh, um, I, I surely will be waiting a couple of weeks before I say this, but. But this is a good opportunity to uh, remind everybody to support our JM and the AM fundraising marathon and go to the website at jmtheam.org. Top news story takes you to all the links and all the pre-marathon incentives to give now. Zrizim McDemon, as we say, become a member of that club as soon as you can. Four minutes before the hour, Yoel Sharabi will wrap up a Wednesday for us at JM and the AM. our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up a Wednesday for us here at JM the Make sure to be tuned in tomorrow between 6 and 9. Storm or no storm, our plan is to be here with a fresh new edition of your favorite radio broadcast. So make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Stay warm, stay safe. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.